0: Welcome to the 40 Under 40 podcast, with your hosts, Caitlin Cromit and AJ McQuarrie. They are two entrepreneurs who speak to other entrepreneurs under the age of 40, so you can learn from their successes and failures along their journeys of building businesses. 40 Under 40 podcast hopes to educate, motivate, and inspire people to pursue their dreams of starting a business, regardless of age. And now, here are your hosts, Caitlin and AJ
1: welcome back to the 40 under 40 podcast folks
0: here we are folks oh my goodness aj i'm so excited for today i know i'm nervous we have kind of a celeb on he is our a podcast legitimate legitimate celebrity not just like yeah. a speaking celebrity
1: Ooh, the shade
0: this guy is Legit. Okay, who remembers American Idol 2004 She banged. Who
1: remembers this? The producers, cast, and crew would like to express their gratitude
2: to engineering student William Hung for showing up and shaking his bonbon. Okay. William. Yes. Talk to me. Tell me your name. You blow me off like it's all the same. You little fears and I'm taking away like a bomb. Yeah, baby. She Bangs! She Bangs! Oh baby, when she moves, she moves. I go crazy cause she looks like a fluff, but she stings like a bee. Like every girl in history. She bangs, she bangs, I'm wasted by the way she Thank (laughs) you. You can't sing, you can't dance, so what do you want me to say? You know, I have no professional training of singing. No.
1: We didn't believe it either. (laughs) Well, there's the surprise of the century. That was awesome. Definitely YouTube that at home, folks. William Hong, American Idol audition.
0: Yes, he is someone who is willing to bet on himself. I mean, he was just another college kid with dreams for Hollywood back in 2004. But he gambled with his American Idol audition that you just heard a little clip of and managed to become a symbol of hope for people who want to chase their dreams. Since then, he's become an entertainer, speaker, professional poker player. Y'all we're ex- we're about to hear all about William Hung.
1: Let's just bring him on.
0: Let's do it. Let's dive right in. Welcome, William.
1: Welcome.
2: Uh, yeah, this this to be a fun conversation.
0: Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I know. <laughs> we like to have fun. That's for sure. Obviously, most people are going to recognize you or your name from American Idol years ago when you were on the show. So just to start it off kick it off get it out of the way you know can you tell us a little bit about what that experience was like and how it's kind of impacted your life and where you are today
2: every stage of your life you go through like challenges and try new things so for me what happened was i decided to try something new when i was in college studying for civil engineering at uc Berkeley. I wasn't having fun. I wasn't enjoying it. So one day I saw this poster for a school talent show. Then I started watching and studying Ricky Martin's video, She Bangs.
0: <laughs> Love it.
2: <laughs> and I just went for it with no expectations, but somehow I won. That's what gave me the confidence to audition for American Idol.
1: Oh,
0: okay. So it was kind of that initial push. That got you to American Idol. And you went
1: in and you tried your best. You gave it your all. But it turned out to be kind of a joke. Uh, I'm assuming it was sometimes and somewhat very humiliating for you. How did you turn that setback into your advantage and, and turn it into what you turned it into? It's very impressive.
2: Yeah, I would say is how you see yourself because um, it's easy to be stuck on the wrong side, the negative side, um, because I know that I didn't have the uh, best singing talent. Uh, Simon even says that you can't sing, you can't dance. So what do you want me to say?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love how you like have that quote, you know, just ready to go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's forever on repeat in your head.
2: Well, it, I, it was it was the most important moment in my life. Totally, uh, and I, I, it's not something that I can just you know forget about it. Uh, it's more like what I can learn from it and how I position myself afterwards. So I I, I would say like like it's okay if uh, I'm not the best singer because the, the goal for entertainment is to uh, bring happiness, bring joy to other people, and that's my totally.
1: mission
0: oh i love it so how many years ago was that that you were on american idol
2: i was uh auditioning for american idol back in 2004. wow
0: Wow. okay so it's been it's been almost 20 years that's crazy i mean seven 17 years um wow that's crazy so kind of throughout that time i mean did you ever feel like obviously you had that experience it was pretty intense it was it got very famous, got very popular, um, but obviously there were the negatives to it as well, which was like all the criticism and things like that. So how did you how did you continue on with your dreams and stay positive? Because I'm, I'm curious, you know, how, how you pushed through some of those initial moments of humiliation or negativity that you were facing.
2: I would say um, focus on the positive, focus on my fans, focus on people uh, that support me. And that's all you can do. That's Love
0: inspiring. That. Yeah. You make it sound so simple, but like, how was it for you when you were in the moment? Did you ever feel like you didn't want to continue being so positive? Did you ever feel like, you know, I'm done doing this?
2: Well, it depends on what you mean by uh, being done. Um, I, 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 in terms of my entertainment career, um, the way I looked at it was like, uh, I, I wasn't intentionally trying to like Oh, I need to leverage this. I need to do something about this whole, so, uh, you know, notoriety. I think it's the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, oh. By the way, I saw it was like I saw how other people were selling my T-shirts, selling bobblehead dolls of myself uh, wow. on eBay. Then uh, and then someone even created a website using my face, using my 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 uh, logos, everything like what is this uh so that's how i know uh i need to step in and just go with the ride
1: it's more like that's how i knew i had to contact my lawyer (laughs) 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 so you went viral before going viral was even a thing how was it going from uc berkeley engineering student to this viral star
2: i wasn't used to it um because i just um, was a normal uh, college student at the time. All of a sudden, everything I say, everything I do, is uh, under the microscope. That's very uncomfortable. Uh, it took a long time for me to get used to it. To this day, I'm, I couldn't, I still don't feel 100% used to it. Um, because the interesting dilemma is that I always see myself just another normal guy. I don't feel I'm above or below anybody. Um, but other people see me as the celebrity.
0: Right, that's so interesting. Do you have like, did, were, was paparazzi following you around? Like were people trying to get pictures with you all the time?
2: That definitely happened, uh, especially uh, during the early stages of my entertainment career. Um, mm. I no never forget, uh, there were some crazy fans uh, in Hong Kong. I was trying to go back to the hotel, go to sleep. And then the oh, guy wow. would run up to the to the elevator door. He would block the door, got down on his knees, and ask for a picture and autograph. Oh, that was oh, nice. like one of the craziest Security. fans I ever met
0: that's amazing wow you must have felt real famous at that point
2: (laughs) (laughs) it it was it was awkward it's like whoa you you really wanted that bad okay right Uh, like
0: what are you doing yeah it's so funny okay
1: so one more question on American Idol and then we're gonna move on I promise because I'm just more so curious like after you recorded it like were you like down in the dumps and you're like, oh my God, that went horribly. And you didn't even know if it would be edited into the season, right? Like, can you just talk a little bit about that process of walking off that stage and then going home or going back to UC Berkeley and like, I just, what was that like? And then all of a sudden it airs. I just want you to tell us about that.
2: Okay, well, for the American Idol audition, I just expected to go home and nothing else would happen. Then four months later, when they show my audition, I still didn't expect anything to happen because for the most part, just because they show your audition doesn't mean you become famous. Um, people maybe laugh right. at it um, after they, they watch it, but that's it. But for my case, it was different. Um, I know people, like I mentioned, uh, were talking about I me mean, on the internet. Um, people uh, were asking me for pictures and autographs. The next day I went back to class. Uh, So that's how I know Uh. (laughs) something was uh, very unusual about this whole uh, phenomenon.
0: Yeah, that's so crazy. So I'd imagine that's kind of shaped your entire life, right? That moment and going forward and kind of what you've done with your life since then. So tell us what you do now. What are you up to? Like, where has your journey taken you?
2: Well, after about four years um, doing showbiz, um, my entertainment career slowed down. So at that point, I had a choice. Do I wanna keep going with entertainment or do I wanna get a stable job and maybe start a family? So I decided to finish school, get a stable job and try to start a family. Uh, So so that's that's what happened. Uh, That didn't work out the way I thought it would. Um, So I worked for the government for about eight years. Um, I got my bachelor's degree in math. A master's degree in business, uh, but then something hit me. It's like I would say maybe like three or four years ago, I started questioning myself. It's like, wait a minute, I was this guy who was uh, in an international star. So right. why am I hiding behind the cubicle? You know, do, mm-hmm. doing run work. <laughs> you know, so so that's so I I I was I sat down, I figured out what I was good at. I knew I was good at math. Um, I was good at gaming, so that's why
1: I transitioned into
2: poker.
0: Oh, that's cool.
1: Okay, tell us a little bit about that.
2: Well, poker was a hobby for a long time for me. I started playing right after American Idol. Um, I remember the first time I played was at a casino because they invited me to perform there. Uh, collecting the chips from other people felt so satisfying. <laughs> so that's oh, what yeah. got me hooked. Uh, and, and then I, I, uh, I became a professional poker player uh, as of uh, last year. So the way oh, it wow. worked is just like anything else in life. Uh, I, I wasn't one of those people that just like suddenly quit my job tomorrow, sort of thing. Instead, I did it very methodically. I worked very, very hard. I remember I put in like thirty hours a week. Uh, in addition to my full-time job, just to see if I could make it. And I finally made it. I finally earned enough money where I could say like, okay, I, well, this is definitely better than my day job. So let's quit my day job.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's so interesting. So that's a really cool lesson that you just kind of worked in there is kind of like testing something out, making sure you want to do it, making sure it's sustainable for you before actually making the leap and quitting your job and doing it. I think that's, oftentimes yes. a step that entrepreneurs might forget is like oh I just want to quit right now and start right away whereas you kind of built it up made sure you wanted to do that
1: and you put in 30 hours a week doing it that's important yeah for sure
0: that. so are yeah. you still playing so so is professional poker your full-time thing like what tell us tell us I guess your day to day
2: well um, I took a break from professional poker right now. Um, I, I might go back to it. Uh, I still enjoy the game. Um, but now I'm thinking about like my next step in my future. Because let's face it, um, we don't want to hustle forever. <laughs> so I yeah. I, start, I yeah. started uh, learning about stocks trading and investing. So nice. right now I'm still an amateur. Wow. <laughs> but, but, I, I, but I do see a future doing that.
1: I feel like you're a renaissance man. You do everything. <laughs>
0: Seriously, you're like, I wanted to try this. So I did. I wanted to try this. So I did. I think that there's a lot to say for that, that you're just kind of like trying out everything.
2: Well, I tried something out for a reason because because, because um, the, the reason I, I uh, got interested with stocks and options was because I realized I cannot just uh, retire, um, do, you know, doing the classic buy and hold sort of thing. Uh, it just doesn't work right. because, because you know, everybody's situation is different. But for me, you know, I'm 39 years young. I still got a long life ahead. Uh, I, and I, I don't, I mean, I still want to do something meaningful. But, I think that the reason I'm learning about finance, real estate, and whatever and whatever else is out there is because I feel like I need to take that next step towards financial freedom. So right. so I want to work because I want to, not because I have to.
0: Love it. You preaching in the choir here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're on board with. This. So, okay, so you go from American Idol celebrity to uh, you even got a record deal, right? Um, yes, I did. They offered, like, how did, did you pursue that? Did they? Come no, to no, that? No, some,
2: uh, the, one of the record companies offered me a record contract many years ago. And uh, I just went for it because I I, I I, asked myself, like, what's the worst thing that can happen? The worst right. thing that can happen yeah. is I just go, go back to school, not, not a big deal. But when someone gives you a chance of a lifetime, you take it every You're,
1: time you, yeah you can't sing
0: oh absolutely that. yeah
1: so then you go from that to working a job like yeah that must have been a weird transition and then you go to play poker during the job and poker were you leveraging your celebrity during that process
2: not really I, 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 I wish I was an Irish guy nobody knows me um, because uh, when I worked my day job, uh, I thought it was inconvenient uh, for people to recognize me as a, uh, treat me like a celebrity. Um, it's better for me people <laughs> yeah, to treat me like a normal guy. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it, I go, it's a double edged sword. <laughs> like, like I, I feel like the, if I slip up just a little bit, uh, like, like, like people will go after me, and I don't think I don't think that's good. Uh, for poker, it's different uh, for poker, but I still want to be like very low key. Um, because for poker i don't want to have how to say it a, a target on my back <laughs> totally. I, want right. people, I want to just take the money quietly little by little
0: yeah that makes sense so are you still like to this day you know do people recognize you stop you on the street like what's that like today
2: uh sometimes uh people do recognize me uh occasionally they ask for pictures um, I, if, if it's not like a, like a, a lot of people overwhelming me, I usually try to say yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Do you live, where do you live now?
2: I live in Jacksonville, Florida.
0: Oh, okay. Ooh. So why, yeah. Why Florida? why did you choose to live there?
2: Well, um, so here's another uh, crazy thing that happens in my life. I haven't talked about yet. So, uh, during the pandemic, um, I, 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 uh, Play a lot of poker before the pandemic uh, in casinos, but the casinos got shut down. So hey. I needed to find another way. Uh, th- and then someone from Instagram told me to apply as a talent for an app called Cameo. So Cameo mm. is where I would record like short videos uh, for birthday shout outs, wedding and anniversaries, right. roasting people for, for about football, things like that. <laughs> I- <laughs> so I just thought it would be something something fun on the side so it's another side hustle Little the extra income here and there but then that one really took off for me so that's why uh I did so many requests a day that my neighbors got annoyed <laughs> they said <"Like, laughs> you've got to stop doing it <laughs> stop singing she bangs I don't want to hear anymore
0: oh god. <laughs> my god that is so funny okay yeah, so wait yeah, yeah. so then how did that take you to Florida
2: well, I, I, I had to move because I don't want my parents to get in trouble. Um, I, I was trying to find a place in LA, but I couldn't find any good place to do that sort of thing, like recording uh, shout outs. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to rent a very expensive studio for that either every single time, right? Oh, so that's, so right. that's why. Uh, and then I, I thought, okay, what else could I do? And then I remember I visited uh, Florida uh, for vacation last year uh, before the pandemic. So that's why I thought, okay, that's a nice place. So let's try it.
0: Wow. So you okay, were just like, wow. you don't know anyone. You just wanted to try well, it. Well, I didn't
2: know I did know someone. I know I knew a, a, a roommate and friend. Um, so that that's why I, I felt like um good, like because, because that that was the best option. Besides, like, you know, trying to uh, install some random sound blockers in my room.
1: <laughs> From a business standpoint, are you like William Hung International? Can you, like, tell us a little bit about your business, your revenue streams, your model? You have a lot going on now.
2: Yeah, so so uh, my business uh, is William Hung Academy. Um, I'm, I'm teaching people how to live a bold and confident life. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so my, uh, I do cameos, I do poker, I do investing and trading stocks. Uh, so, so yeah, a little bit of everything. Uh, I, I, it just depends on how things go in life. Uh, for me, uh, the way I see it is like, it, uh, when, whenever there's a will, there's a way, you know, if, if something gets shut down, let's say I don't get cameos anymore. Maybe I do online poker. Maybe I go teach math online.
0: So do you do, for this William Hung Academy that you're leading, do you have, is it like an online academy people can sign up for? Does it involve you going in and talking to people? Or kind of what, I guess, is the structure of it? It's
2: going to be an online program. I haven't really built out um, built out anything just yet. Uh, but right now, the, I, I do have a book uh, that I wrote. So let me show you. Nice.
0: Oh, exciting. Yeah. Is it out yet?
2: Yes, it's called oh, Champion yeah, by
1: Choice. Oh
0: my god, I love ah. it! When did it come out?
1: A couple of years ago. And you're pushing it at events and to your clients, I assume? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I,
2: pro- I do it like, like at least once or twice a month uh, on social media. So yeah, that's that. So, so I try to get multiple things going for me, uh, uh, and that's that's what it
1: takes nowadays. Absolutely, it's a it's a hustle. It's a grind. And are you, you're also speaking, right? So are you getting booked at events still?
2: I did a lot of speaking before the pandemic, but since then I really haven't done too much in person, um, but I still uh, do a lot of live interviews like this one <laughs> or YouTube live or Instagram live. So just to uh, make sure I put myself out there.
0: Yeah, yeah. this is a
1: form of speaking for sure.
0: Totally. Yeah. Keeping your brand out there, your your image and everything. I love it. That's awesome. So going back to the beginning of your life, you were, you're from Hong Kong, right? Yeah. I guess, how has your birthplace, that cultural identity influenced your life and has that impacted kind of how you've, how you've led your life? And I guess, what is the influence that, that that's had on you?
2: I would say, uh, I'm very fortunate to have parents that are um, very open-minded. They want me to chase my dreams, but do it in a way that's responsible, not reckless. Um, so yeah, I, 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 it's not much to, um, how to say it. there's nothing special about my circumstances because I know there are uh, many of my peers that are Asian, uh, uh, their parents could be a negative influence. And I'd be like, like, uh, go be an engineer, go be a doctor, go be a
1: lawyer. Uh, don't, don't why, why are you trying right. to be a singer? So much pressure. <laughs> yeah. And you didn't have that pressure. Is that what you're saying? Yeah,
0: that's nice. And so do you go back to, does your family still live in Hong Kong? Do you go back and visit ever or are you pretty much America now?
2: Um, I live in the United States for over 20 years. Um, my, my parents are in LA. Um, most of my family, like aunts and uncles are in Hong Kong. Um, I haven't really got a chance to visit yet, but maybe I can find a time next year when things get better.
0: Yeah, for sure. I feel like it's a little weird right now with yeah. travel and everything still.
1: Also in Hong Kong right now, politically, it's very... Yes, unstable, yes. Yeah, unstable. There's a lot of stuff going on.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So do you think your Hong Kong background has helped you in any way? Like how has being raised in Hong Kong, for a little part of your life at least, influenced you?
2: Uh, Well, I I would say that I'm very grateful I can try so many things uh, in my life because Hong Kong uh, is, re- is very diverse. Um, you can try all kinds of food, all kinds of games, all kinds of entertainment. So, so, I, I, so it's a wonderful uh, place to live. Uh, but of course, uh, th- things change, you know, now things are getting very expensive. Uh, mm-hmm. you, it's, it's very hard to find a job if you don't have a business. So I, I'm glad that, every, that I'm here now uh, in, in Florida, I think it's the, it's the best place I could be in right now. You know, California, it wouldn't be ideal. I've I'd probably heard on TV about wildfires all the time. Uh, I know. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: Everybody's leaving.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, so true. So I'm curious, this is something we kind of bring up with with all of our guests. And obviously, you went to UC Berkeley. You have a lot of education under your belt. And
1: he has M- his MBA.
0: Exactly, your MBA. Like, you are educated.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. educated. <laughs> um,
0: What do you feel do you feel like that has been a critical part of your of your growth as an entrepreneur and building these different businesses and and kind of capitalizing on those different opportunities? Or do you feel like school was just kind of, you know, not maybe something that is crucial for everyone?
2: Oh, that's a good question. Uh, In terms of how I look at education, uh, I'm really not sure um, if school um, taught me all that much. I feel, I, I felt like it, it taught me something important and that is the discipline, the research, right? The the, the 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 building your own system. That's the most valuable thing that I learned from school. But besides that, there's a lot of life experience that you have to earn by putting yourself out there. There's no other way around it. Like, like even for, like for example, for entertainment, um, the, the easy part is get on stage and sing. <laughs> that's the easiest part. The, <laughs> exactly. the hard part is managing the relationships, managing the, the contracts, the legal mm-hmm. agreements. That's, pe- that's stuff that people don't talk about. Totally.
0: There's like all this other stuff that goes on behind the scenes that's like so much more involved. And I'm sure that's the same way kind of with poker too, right?
2: Uh, poker, um, I would say... Uh, is poker is different because poker is more like solo individual sport that's how I look at it um uh, poker is also hard in a different way <laughs> Every, because poker um uh, most because uh it's easy to learn but it's hard to master it's hard to win <laughs> so, yeah. so, so that so that's so uh, but for me I would say that I'm very I'm very grateful that I'm blessed with the knowledge with math, statistics. Like I'm good yeah, at it. I'm naturally good at it. So I can figure things out on the fly.
0: Yeah, that's, that's awesome. awesome. I mean, yeah. sorry, just I'm so intrigued by this whole poker thing because I feel like there's been so many cool stories about, you know, lately about um different people getting really big in the poker world and everything. And so uh. do you have you, I guess, do you feel like you've kind of unlocked the secret to you know, making tons of money in poker. I guess, I guess I'm just curious what, how that's kind of developed for you. Like, how did you start getting into poker and how far did you take it?
2: Well, I'm not a world-class player. (laughs) Let's put, let's get, let's get, let's put it out there. I'm not the next (laughs) Maria Hall or or the the next big thing, the World Series of Poker champion. I don't have that. And I don't need that in my life right now, because, because in order for you to get to get that, you have to take huge risks in your life as well. Right. And, and I don't think that's a good idea for most people. You know, I, you, pro- you might have you might have heard stories about people that uh, about to uh, about to go bankrupt and then they win some big tournament, the whole life turn around. That's not where I want to be.
0: I'm right. not yeah. proud of that. That's very you know, like, like, like,
2: why do you put yourself in that situation where if you don't win a particular tournament, you'll be broke, you'll be uh, eating breadcrumbs on the street.
0: <laughs> right. You, like, yeah. put it all on the line. It's like a
1: drug.
2: Yeah. So I'm not doing it that way. So I'm just looking to, um, you know, earn some money from cash games, very stable, very low-key. Uh, people are not going to be impressed by it, you know? Like, like, the only people that know that I'm there to beat them are the people I play against regularly. In the casino, but other than that, in the outside world, it's like nobody cares. Who cares? You know, it's not a big deal.
1: Are you playing in Florida or are you going to Vegas?
2: I played in Florida for uh, for a few years. Um, I also played in uh, LA and Vegas
1: before. Got it. Makes sense. Well, speaking of risks. Risk taking has been a huge part of your life. Clearly, where do you think this courage came from? And how do you push back on those voices inside your head telling you that you can't or shouldn't do something?
2: Well, the the, the question I ask myself is what is the worst thing that can happen if I were to fail? So I I, I don't go crazy uh, betting my house uh, at the next poker game.
0: (laughs) Exactly. You're not like trying to put everything you own in. But in general,
1: like your life.
2: Right. So the the way I approach it is like it's like uh, uh, I think about like if I were to take on this project or take on this new endeavor, uh, will this help me get closer to my goal? So a good example right now is, you know, playing in the stock market. Uh, It's been really tough. I haven't been making money yet. You know, I've been losing money. Uh, so 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 I have to be very careful and and remind myself. Hey, you know what? It's a, it's part of the learning process. You know, I'm not uh, gambling everything I have. Uh, if if something does if if this whole thing doesn't work out, everything will be just fine. I can still. Uh, Find something
0: else to do. Love that. And it seems like a lot of what you've done in your life has been very sort of like risk oriented. Like obviously American Idol, risky thing to do. The pop industry, Mm -hmm. very risky. Poker, super risky. Stock market, (laughs) pretty risky. Just the job
1: was the safe one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's, that's interesting. So when you're now that you're kind of getting more into the stock market, investing, things like that, where do you, where are you learning what to do? Are you just doing, trying to kind of trial and error or are you reading books or or what's your strategy on that
2: the general um, strategy is that, yes i am um, reading like books online uh, i'm taking online courses so uh i i do take it seriously it, it's not it's not something that i'm just hoping to get lucky on uh so uh it, so i would say i i do a combination of investing and then uh, uh like uh trading options well like active uh invest trading that sort of thing because bec- the problem with uh with the traditional like buying and holding is that the stock market is so unpredictable right now the whole world is so yeah. unpredictable it, it, you know like like for example social security could run out of money uh uh you know like, right. like things could go down right like like it's not like uh the last 10 or 15 years things have been great right the market went going up for most of the years uh, but that might not be true. The next five or ten years, uh, there's so much going on in the world. There's so much uncertainty. So why not take it in my own hands? Even if I had to, you know, pay the price upfront.
1: That's amazing, William. This is so inspiring. So, what is your advice to young entrepreneurs just getting started?
2: I would say the the, the one of the biggest mistakes I learned is to worry about pleasing other people. Um, even for me. Uh, I worry, I I used to worry too much about how many followers I have, um, how many likes I get for my next Instagram reel. It's like, who cares? (laughs) I know, we're all guilty of that though. So true. Yeah, so so start with what you love and what you're good at, uh, and and, and then uh, figure out a way to make that work instead the other way around. Um, I, like, like some, there, are there were people that try to get me into the online coaching space. Uh, I mean, I mentor people before I done coaching before, but I'm not that good at it. Uh, and, and, and it shows, you know, the results show, you know, I got a few clients here and there, uh, but it's nothing that can really change my life because I'm not the best at it. Uh, what people might not realize is that people want the best solution to their problem. Not number two, not number three, but number
1: one. I
0: Love that. That's honestly so inspiring. Such good advice right there. Folks, <laughs> take notes. You
1: mentioned that you're guilty of looking at the likes. I think we all can relate to that. I'm just curious if you read the comments, though.
2: I do read the comments just because I want to see um, you know, what, what people say about it. Um, so the way you you uh, get over the, 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 the fear of failure um, is to uh, look at uh, constructive criticism that you can use to improve for yourself and then leave the rest.
0: Mhm. That's Love so that. good. Yeah, like if someone's just criticizing you to criticize you like don't listen to that because that's not helpful to anyone. Yes. So, yeah, that's that's a very smart piece of advice. Um so I'm curious William where you see yourself in 10 years. Do you ha- still have big dreams that you're chasing or are you just kind of figuring out life as it goes? Well,
2: um in I would say uh in te- let's break it down a little bit. I would say in about 4 to 5 years, um I I, I expect to be fi- uh, financially free. Um I would I would have uh so uh, earn enough money to the point where I don't need to worry about money anymore. And then Love it. once, once I get to that point, um, my, my dream, uh, my, my, my life vision is to build a platform to help people try something neat, you know, um, I, I, and oh. I don't have to do it all by myself. Um, it could, I could collaborate with, with people, with software developers, people who, uh, who are already working towards that mission. Um, I, so I'm looking for that, uh, because I try so many things in my life and I wish um, there's a system, there's a game or a program where I could save so much time and money.
0: Yeah. I
1: that. And you're the perfect person for that.
0: Yeah. I don't think most people realize how much you've done with your life already. Like in such a short time, you've had like 16 careers and like you've experienced, <laughs> you've experienced things that like people don't, you know, not everyone gets to do. So I think that's really, yeah. Like AJ said, a perfect thing for you to be spearheading
1: okay i have a question for you i think a lot of people who want to be entrepreneurs also have jobs like you were saying you were doing your job and poker so like what advice you have for people who say work a full-time professional job but they want to be entrepreneurs like do you just say you know go out and go for it or do you recommend a balanced approach like What are your, what are your thoughts on
2: this? Oh, definitely. uh, I I am on the other side, the more conservative side. (laughs) I'm not going to tell people to just go quit their jobs tomorrow, unless it's a terrible job. If it's a terrible job, then maybe you find a job that's less terrible.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) No, seriously. So you believe in balancing the,
2: the two. Right, 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 right. So, so I would say that, uh, give yourself the time to measure your progress uh, so, so I, I, would say three to six months is very reasonable and then figure out, um, how you feel, um, after three or six months of testing, trying something new
0: Love this. I think you'd be so good at helping, like, well, I guess you said this, that people try and push you into coaching, but I, it's really interesting to hear your perspective on starting a business and like. Helping entrepreneurs figure out, you know, where they're headed. So that's really yeah, I cool. I
1: want you to be my coach. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, 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 would say maybe, maybe I haven't coached the right thing yet. Because when I've done, when, uh, when I done coaching, um, I help other people with public speaking, um, fear of failure. Uh, so you know, I, I, I know that's the right direction, but maybe I just haven't found the exactly the right thing yet. Maybe when I get, uh, uh matured just a little bit more. Um, they, like, like you mentioned, maybe I can help people like, like, like evaluate new business ideas. You know, what, what is your plan?
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, you'd be really good at that. So speaking of, you know, your you, your whole life, all your risks that you've taken from entertainment, to finance, something we haven't really touched on as much is like your personal life, your relationships. I know you mentioned taking yeah. risks in relationships. What's that like for you? And, and what do you recommend for people?
2: <laughs> um, I recommend taking it very slow. Uh, I, I learned my lesson. Um, I married uh, and divorced twice re- very quickly. Uh,
1: and, uh,
2: yeah, okay. so don't do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so take it slow and...
0: So don't take risks in relationships. <laughs>
2: well, you take risks, but the way you do it is uh, is, the, is that you need to get to know that person um, very deep. Like like, ideally, you want to live with that person. You want to experience uh, trips with that person. Uh, get to know that person's values. Uh, that's that's the hard. Uh, that's the hard thing to figure out without spending a lot of time and energy. Uh, there's no easy answer for that. You know, like like for me, when I was uh, younger, I wasn't thinking like that. I was thinking like, okay, this is a beautiful um, Asian girl. Let's get married. Let's make it. Let's start <laughs> that.
0: <like. laughs> it's that is it. Yeah yeah, That's don't do so that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So that kind of goes into like personal, like do you do you have regrets as it as it relates to maybe your business or your personal life? Like are there any regrets that you have that you wish you could go back and change, or how have they shaped you?
2: well, the the biggest regret that I have was I need to um, dedicate myself more to the relationship. Um, especially my, my, my second um, ex-wife. Um, I, so I feel like I really wasn't ready to get married. And right now I'm still not sure if I'm ready to get married yet. And that's okay. Uh, because when, when you feel ready, you, you know that you can give, the, um, like, I wouldn't I won't say like just give up your business, but more like you have to um, give everything you've got to the other person. And that's how, you know, you're, married, you're ready for relationship. And right now I'm not there yet. And I, mm-hmm. and I haven't been there. So, so because you know, I'm still trying to figure out, uh, my life myself. Yeah. Uh, so, the, so that's how you, uh, have to make the, 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 uh, the best decision.
0: Totally. Yeah.
1: Love that. You mentioned that you help people overcome their fear of failure and you talk about failure a lot. So do you have any tips? For our audience, well, uh, failing fe- always sucks, and <laughs> uh,
2: uh, it never feels good. Um, like like when I when I uh, uh, got divorced uh, twice, it was very costly financially. It wasn't it was very uh, it wasn't something that anybody wants to go through here. Um, even uh, for like things like poker or stock market, um, losing thousands of dollars a day doesn't feel good. <laughs> never feels good. Uh, so so in terms of like getting over that. Um, I would say it's like, look at what you can learn from from the experience. Uh, and, and also, uh, when, whenever you lose uh, something, just know that you just lost a battle, you haven't lost a war yet. You know, it, there's a oh, lot yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, it, it speak, uh and think about the positive things that you did. Like like what did you do well? Uh it, it, instead of just focusing all the negatives like oh my gosh, uh, I wish I uh, treated my you know ex-wife better. Um I wish I spoken better. I wish I was picked this stock instead of that stock. Whatever, right? Whatever it is, the negative stuff that goes through your head. Um like like yeah. put that aside.
1: Yeah. Wow, yeah. that was awesome.
0: Yeah, that's super inspirational. You've lost a battle. You haven't lost the war. Um, You
1: literally wrote that down. (laughs) I
0: wrote that. I wrote that down right now. I'm going to hang that on my mirror. (laughs) Um, That's so great. Words of wisdom from William Hung. So William, a question we ask all of our guests is, do you believe that entrepreneurs are born or bred? Can you become an entrepreneur in your life or are you born that way?
2: I believe entrepreneurs are bred because I, I had to I had to uh, evolve into one. Uh, I wasn't a natural entrepreneur. I was just a normal student, a normal yeah, worker. I, I didn't feel like I was a true entrepreneur until after I quit my government job. You know, that mm. that because that was my decision. Nobody else told me uh to to do that. Even my parents were like, what is going on with you? What's yeah. wrong with you? Mm-hmm.
1: Right.
2: <laughs> so yeah. so that so that's how Oh, you know, you, uh, you, you, are ready to take that next step, uh, but there's still a long way to go because, well, you know, yes, the freedom is great. Uh, but the downside for being an entrepreneur is you need to be extremely disciplined. You have to set your own schedule, set your own priorities. Uh, you have to get over the negative stuff. A lot of times all by yourself.
0: It can yeah. be place Totally.
1: Wow. Okay, last question. It's kind of a fun, funny one. I just want to know, have you ever met Ricky Martin? Huh? Have you met Ricky Martin? Uh, yes, I actually met him
2: in 2018. We performed together in Las Vegas at... Uh,
0: no. Wow. Wow. Oh, my God. That's inspirational right there. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, that must
1: have been amazing. I love him
0: yeah wow. well Thank- that
1: was the last question because we are out of time we try to make this up 40 minutes we have so many more questions we do william, yeah where can people find you um go check out instagram william hung official
2: and you know if uh, we can always uh do a part two of this series
0: yeah we can can We're- we we would
2: love to have you that
0: would him. be so fun we'll do a part two that's great well thank you so much William for being on this was an absolute pleasure to get to know you a little bit better and you're doing you're doing awesome things so thanks for sharing
1: thank you you'll definitely come on again we want you on
0: thank you yeah for sure
1: all right bye bye okay
0: thanks William bye
1: wow that was deep
0: I mean, I I feel like we got way deeper than I was expecting. I
1: was not expecting that. I just thought we were going to have fun and have a little chat and talk about Ricky Martin.
0: Which we did. We had a lot of fun. I had obviously. to ask that
1: at the end. I'm sorry.
0: That's so, I mean, I'm so glad you did. Cause who knew? Like he actually met the guy and I performed know. with him. Like what?
1: That was a good way to close it. Like, bam.
0: Damn. Um, yeah. He was awesome. And can't wait for part two. It's going to be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. We're going to bring him on. All of our guests want to come on again. Go figure.
0: That must say that we are really fun people to be around. (laughs) (laughs) We cool. We
1: cool. All right, y'all. We'll see you in two weeks.
0: Yeah, see you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the 40 under 40 podcast with Caitlin Cromit and AJ McQuarrie. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort. And we'll catch you in the next episode.